Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. that for last for the sake of emphasis he hates the one who spreads dissension discord problems within his family you know I mean this is harsh if I were the one saying this you would be right to challenge me on it I've even taught it God doesn't hate people he is love God doesn't hate people but he hates sin and he doesn't want you to be involved with it in any way Today, Pastor Robert is going to encourage you to look at what God wants and doesn't want for his children, and how he rewards everyone according to how they live. Do you think God would be pleased with your life? Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 15, as he continues his message, Destruction. Go to the person so that they might be restored. The whole point is relationship, the restoration of relationship so that they're not hindered in their relationship with God or with other Christians. So you go to them in private, and if the person is repentant, if they're like, I know, I know, man, please forgive me, I know. Well, then that's it. It's over. Listen to this. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 9. He who covers a transgression seeks love. But he who repeats a matter separates friends. Now, let's be clear. The Bible is not advocating a cover-up. It's not advocating that we cover over sin in the sense that we don't want anybody to know. No, how do I know that? Well, because of the last part. He who repeats a matter separates friends. You see, what he's telling us is you need to keep your mouth shut. Deal with it. Address it in private. And there are things, according to the Bible that need to be dealt with openly and publicly. There are things. The Bible actually tells us. I'll just give you an example. If it were to come to light, it won't, because I'm not guilty, just to be clear. But if it came to light that I cheated on my wife with some lady, that would need to be publicly addressed. The Bible says... When you're dealing with an elder in the church, it needs to be confronted publicly. Everybody needs to know. It needs to be brought into the daylight. But that's a rare thing. It's not most of the time, most of the time, things need to be addressed in private. If I know you're guilty of something, maybe you're guilty of adultery, but you're not one of the pastors. You're not one of the leaders in the church. Well, I need to confront you in private. It needs to be handled privately. 
And when it's handled, that needs to be the end of it. The central concern is maintaining and strengthening healthy relationships within the body of Christ. Now listen, and I'm bringing this to a conclusion, I promise. Proverbs chapter 6, verses 12 through 19, it gives us God's description, God's description of a person that the Scriptures say God considers worthless. A worthless person, a wicked man, walks with a perverse mouth. Now, this is not talking about cursing and foul language, and I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm just saying that's not specifically what this is addressing. And I know that. Just look at the rest of it. He winks with his eyes. He shuffles his feet. He points with his fingers. Perversity is in his heart. How so? He devises evil continually. He sows discord. In other words, he spreads disharmony. He spreads dissensions. He spreads division within the family. Therefore, his calamity shall come suddenly. Suddenly he shall be broken without remedy. It's a warning. I told you a few minutes ago, you don't, listen, you don't want to start a church by recruiting, siphoning people, poaching people from existing fellowship. You don't want to do that. It's not something God's going to honor in the long run. Oh, the church may grow. The church may seem to flourish. And ultimately, it's not going to go well for the person that's guilty of this because Verse 16 says, these six things the Lord hates. Yes, seven are an abomination to him. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that are swift in running to evil, a false witness who speaks lies, and one who sows discord among brethren. I believe God left that for last for the sake of emphasis. He hates the one who spreads dissension, discord, problems within his family. And you know, I mean, this is harsh. If I were the one saying this, you would be right to challenge me on it. I've even taught it. God doesn't hate people. He is love. Well, you know what? I stand corrected. Because the Bible says it pretty, it's pretty, it's black and white. He hates the one who spreads discord within his family. Now, the good news with this is that repentance is always an option. As long as you're breathing, you know, as long as you're above ground, you can repent. You can come into agreement with God about this stuff that he hates, and you can tell him that you hate that about yourself too. I hate that I do that, God. I renounce that. I don't ever want to do that again, but it's really ingrained. But God, you promised me, you said in the book of James that if I would confess it, that you would forgive me and you would cleanse it out of me. So please cleanse it. Cleanse me of that iniquity. And he will. He will. But please, please don't miss the fact that this is a major big deal to God. Why? Well, in John 17, when Jesus prayed for us in that high priestly prayer, Jesus made it very clear in verse 20 that he was praying for us, not just the ones who were there, but those who would believe in him through their ministry, through their word. Well, that's us. And his prayer was, Father, make them one. Make them one as we are one. Make them one. 
Make them See, his priority, his emphasis on relationship, like I said, is much more important to him, I think, than it is to us. Much more important to him than we can fully appreciate. It's a major priority. And if you oppose it, if you're working against it, I fear for you, unless you repent. Unless you acknowledge, God, I'm sorry, yes, I hate, I'm, I'm wow, I can't believe how often I've been guilty of that. I don't ever want to be guilty of that again, Father. Please change me. Please help me. And he will. Repentance is definitely available. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 29 through 32. Ephesians 4, 29 says, Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification that it may impart grace to the hearers. By the way, that's the part that both busts me and helps me. Does it impart grace to the people who are listening? And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another even as God in Christ forgave you. It's astounding that you and I have the power to bring grief to the heart of God. You and I have the power to break his heart. And and we're warned in the scripture, don't do it. You don't want to be one who brings pain to the heart of Almighty God. Therefore, He's like, put away all this bitterness and wrath, anger, clamor, evil speaking, malice. Put that off. That's not who you are anymore. You're becoming more and more like Christ, so be kind. Be kind. Be tenderhearted. Be forgiving. It should come as no surprise to any of us that human beings were idiots. We're capable of some really amazing, disgusting behavior. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. The Book of Acts is a fascinating look at the church and the first believers and followers of Jesus. It's not the church as you may know it today the building you're used to attending, or the worship service format you're familiar with. But this early body of believers paints a beautiful picture of deep fellowship, connected community, and sustaining faith, values that are still held by Christians today. As you continue to study this book with Pastor Robert, you'll see how hardship tested these men and women and how they trusted the Lord. You'll also discover how God used them and their testimonies to spread the good news to the world. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again, or would like to explore more of Pastor Robert's messages from Main Thing Radio, visit mainthingradio.com today. Or download our mobile app to listen anytime, anywhere. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just follow the link you'll find at the website. Again, that's mainthingradio.com. We'd love to hear from you too if you have any questions. Or if you'd like prayer, give us a call at 
2730. That's 305-531-2730. We're so glad you joined us today. Our time with you has come to an end, but be sure to tune in next time to keep learning from the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio, 